Welcome to the Shopway Show. Thank you so much for joining me this evening. Yes, it is 7 p.m. on the East Coast, and I'm here. Yes, I am. Thank you so much for giving me a few minutes of your evening, and I hope you will enjoy. And if you do, please like, comment, and share. I know I say it every time, but it matters. Some of you are not doing it. You should be clicking one of them buttons, the like or the hater or something button. It does make people realize that we are on and rocking and rolling and people are noticing us. So thank you so much for that. You know, people who watch this show consistently ask me to step in on issues of things like race and gender and things like that, but heavily, uh, some social issues heavily uh, based upon race. And I don't have a problem dealing with those issues. As you know, I will deal with any issue that pops up. There was a recent relatively popular Facebook video from the um, Facebook page Red Table Talk, which comes from uh, Jada Pinkett Smith. She does a show with her mother and her daughter, and they talk about different issues. Very often they're women or race issues, but they're all different types of issues. And in this one, she brought up the idea or the concept and the problem with Black and Asians, particularly in urban communities, obviously, but throughout the country and the kind of animosity between the two and that there's been recent, you know, anti-Asian, you know, um, violence and things like that. How do we deal with that? And I, I wanted to talk about this because my worry is the same. This video had over 2 million views. Yes. On Facebook, over 2 million views. And there were so many issues that I had with the video. And I think most people wouldn't even talk about it because it was all warm and fuzzy feeling. I think that's really what it was. It was much more about warm and fuzzy feelings. And I really want to cover some of the meat and potatoes in this. I think it matters. I think it is important. I want to cover. So let me grab a, a little bit of this and we'll walk through it. And I'll show you what I mean with this piece. I've been feeling very stressed, <laughs> very stressed. stressed. You've been feeling stressed? Well, yeah. yeah. Just thinking about this conversation today, being so concerned about choosing the right word, saying mm -hmm. the right thing, right. but still. Yeah. See, off the bat, worried about choosing the right words, saying the right thing. That's why people don't want to talk about race because of that right there. Being able to speak authentically, authentically. I mm -hmm. get it. This is a really tough subject. Here's the hard truth. There's yeah. real animosity between blacks and Asians, and that is rarely talked about. Mm -hmm. Brazen That's attacks true. against Asian Americans. The man I walked up and started hitting her in the face. We want to warn you, the videos are graphic. The recent surge of hate crimes against Asian Americans. I've seen my grandma get yelled at. You're Asian, so you're a virus. Has illuminated a painful divide Very between true. the black and Asian American communities. Now, there is a divide. That's dirty. true. Asian people just want to hang out with Asian people only. Anti-blackness. There, there are some issues here, right, that are real. And the thing that many people don't talk about is so many Asian people who have been hurt recently have been black, black people. That's true. The one I brought up was exactly that. That that's, is a true thing. Um, so there is an animosity here. They're going to explain some issues and you'll see where they go. There's animosity on both sides. And there are Asian people without question that have issues with black people and the, and the reverse. It's rooted in our culture. It's very subtle, but it's very deeply rooted. 
Reports of blacks attacking Asians have fed the tension that goes back decades. In 1991, a black 15-year-old named Latasha Harlins was shot and killed by a Korean grocer during an argument yes. over a bottle of orange juice. This is back in the day. The store owner was convicted of voluntary manslaughter. Listen to this. The store owner was convicted. Now, there was a fight back and forth. The woman, the young woman was either trying to fight or steal or take the orange juice and they were fighting. The, the grocer felt scared. She was in a, a predominantly black neighborhood and she fired and shot the girl. She got convicted, but... But got no jail time. Mm -hmm. we justice. When yep. justice wasn't served. Did you hear what she said? When justice wasn't served. Somebody thought that was justice. She didn't say the most important piece, which was when many people felt like justice wasn't served, because that's accurate. But she's reporting this and she said justice wasn't served. I'm not sure that's true. Outrage exploded, fueling the LA riots. The recent increase in social injustices has called for a racial reckoning for black and Asian Americans. Very true. My perspective is the fact that we're both minorities. I yep. feel like obviously we come from very different cultures, but it's now hear what the young, the youngest one in this group says, and it's a critical piece because there is a absolute and total, there is, there is an age difference. There is an age is a generational divide on how they think the youngest one, Willow, she says, look, we're all minorities. We should be together. Of course she says that. And that's wonderful. I like what she's saying. It's hard nice. for me to believe that other things could get in the way of us having a common ground. I guess what I need to understand is where does their animosity for us come from? Because that's... See, now the, the oldest one says, hey, why these people hate us? Right? That's what she says. She doesn't even think the opposite way. She immediately goes, why they hate us? So the older one changes. But it feels like, it feels like that they have come into our communities, right. taken over our stores, taken over the hair and nail industry, industry, and really blocked us from being able to thrive in that industry. Mm -hmm. Now, this is the part that really makes me upset because that is a feeling that is common. They came into our neighborhoods, took our stores, and blocked us from thriving. Holy crap, is that an unhealthy way of looking at this? I am so unhappy to hear that, right? And the rest of that says, I'll, I'll, I'll remove the banner so you can read what the stat says. And the stat, of course, backs this up. Black people used to dominate the beauty supply industry. Now over 70% of stores are Asian-owned. This sets a narrative that the Asians came in and they took our jobs. That's, they took our jobs. That's what that is. But here's the reality, what no one's talking about. Why? That did happen. These stats are totally accurate. Why? Did Asian people walk in and say, black guy, get out, and shot him or killed him? No. What happened is in the 1970s, particularly, there was a flood of Asian immigrants into America. There were two separate reasons. One was the end of the Vietnam War. But the second was 1965, there was the immigration and... I think national nationalism or nationalization act was 1965. That basically said no quotas, no ethnic backgrounds at all, no ethnic background at all for immigration and open up the floodgates of immigration. So tons of Asians came into America after 1965, huge chunks, many Indians, East Asians, Chinese, Koreans, they flooded over. Many of them did. 
You know what else happened when they came over? Who came over first once the restrictions were, were lifted? Wealthy Asians. Wealthy Asians with money. Who come in and buy stuff? Who had good credit? Who could have loans? And you know who couldn't get loans? Black people couldn't get loans. Why? Because of years of redlining and bank rules and mortgage rules that were federal guidelines. Literally, the federal government stopped it from happening. And it didn't rectify itself until about 1980s, give or take, in that area. Well, too late. Too late. All the saws are getting bought up. Yeah. You know what stopped it? The federal government changing immigration rules and not letting the black community, literally federal guidelines for mortgages and housing and lending made bankers go, oh, I, I can't I can't give you a loan. Sorry, I'd love to give you a loan, black person, but I can't. Sorry, nope. That's what actually happened. So what are they talking about? Why do Asian people hate us? Why are they stealing stuff? No, why is the system setting you up so you can fight each other? That's the reality. Yes, you're so, Larry, you, you're a libertarian. You made government the enemy? Yeah. You didn't see that one coming, didn't you? Yeah, of course I would, because it is the enemy. That's the reason why I made it the enemy. Mm-hmm. Because we're coming into those stores. Right. Yeah. You know, we're getting our hair and nails done. And what are they giving back to the community? Right. And- I would, and she's just in there going, right. Yeah, right. They, they took their gibs. That's what she said. Yeah. And they won't give back. We're going in there and they won't give us stuff. Okay. Why are you going in there? Why are you going in there? It's a serious question. Why do you want to get your hair and nails done there? Don't go. And I got to tell you a secret, it's not just black communities, it's all over. Hair and nail salons are dominated by Asians in many communities, black communities, of course, and many others, all over. This isn't just one thing. It just isn't. I don't think it is a stealing thing at all. It is a systemic thing that now we're blaming each other, right? They're blaming each other. It is terrible. So Markel says, redlining Asians do. Yes, which forced them into black neighborhoods, Markel. Yes. The, the, the mandate from the federal government allowed in any community that you could have regular white people, which is what they thought were people who were more Northern or Protestant, Northern Europeans or Protestants. And they made special carve outs, a 30% carve out. I'm not joking. This is literally, they made special carve uh, carve outs for this for people who were Italian or, um, um, Irish or Jewish, because those are considered white people, but not the cool white people. And that sounds terrible, but that's exactly what happened. So that happens. Well, where do Asians fit? Ooh, they don't. They don't fit. What do we do? So they wind up going into black communities. You're correct, Markel. Yes, the government made this happen. Yes, I know I'm blaming government. I am. And this is not at all a healthy environment. This is not what should have happened. So yes, Markel, thank you for that. I appreciate that. You are correct. And when we come into those environments and patronize their businesses, we're not even treated with respect and kindness. Yeah. So I've had some very volatile and mm-hmm. um, passionate discussions with family members and friends. And and this is a true thing. There are a lot of people who feel like the Asian community is in poor neighborhoods and treats the poor neighborhoods poorly. Yeah, I think that's true. Most of my friends feel like That's a feeling. I don't care. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't care. I don't have the bandwidth or the interest right. because they don't care about us. Right. Now, this is a piece that is so funny to me. This is a piece that's so funny to me. She literally says, We don't have the bandwidth 
We can't care. So we don't care about eight attacks on Asian Americans. Look, I get it. I'm not mad at that. I, I understand. You, we in, in today's world, yes, there's a there's a movement for everything, right? You can only care about certain things. Am I going to care about the whales and then care about the planet and then care about Asians and then care about Black Lives and then care about you know the the prisoners? And then oh my God, I care about everything. What am I? I got to care about you know the cows. What am I going to care about now? I do get that. But this is a time when people were asking many Americans to care specifically about black lives. And I get that. Makes total sense. But if someone were to say, imagine if someone were to say, I, I can't care about everything. I just can't care about that. She'd be upset. So how do you think an Asian American would feel if you were to tell them, well, I just can't care about that? I'm not saying you shouldn't. I'm not saying you should. I get it. You can't care about everything. But she said it so nonchalantly. How do you think an Asian person would feel if that was said that way? It would be challenging. And they don't treat us with respect. So I don't care about anything that they're talking about. Yeah. I'm worried about what's happening with my people, you know, because we, you know, we have our own struggle. Yeah. And that's the majority. That is the majority. You're right. So it, it's very difficult. So she just said, all I care about is, is mine. Which, again, not upset. You can do it if you want to. No worries. But then how can you be mad at someone else for saying the same thing? That's my only comment here. If you want to say, hey, I don't care about you. I care about me. Okay. You don't have to care about me. You don't have to. Not required. But if I say it now about you, how can you be mad at me? Difficult for there to be any, any real concern. I don't even feel like they want our help. Right. Now, I may hear something different from the scholars. Right, right, But from right. the average person, right. do they care? Right. Are they interested That's in a, a relationship with me? And the only one who's upset here is the young one. Note how the young one is not happy. But she's like, Grandma, what are you, what's going on here, Grandma? This, this, this ain't right. Something's up here. No, she doesn't get it. I just had an experience in the airport she does where not like I'm it. standing in line waiting for coffee. And I had a whole conversation going up. White man my age mm -hmm. came behind me, stood in line. We started having a conversation. Mm -hmm. A young couple in front of me, white, had a conversation. Yep. I've never had an Asian person come up to me that I didn't know to start a conversation. So I should be clear. I get what she's saying. I do. Because an Asian person has never come up to her and said, hey, how are you, lovely black lady? Let's have a conversation. Because I haven't heard that. And because your friends tell you that when you're in a nail salon, they're mean to you. Now, eh, I don't care if they get beaten in the streets. Whatevs. Now, I'm, I'm exaggerating a little bit, but not by much. I mean, not by much. Am I wrong here? Guys, if you think I'm wrong, tell me in the comments I'm wrong here. I'm happy to be wrong on this one. But I feel like what she's saying is kind of whatevs. Not mine, whatevs. And isn't that exactly what many Americans now are saying? Don't do that. Care about everybody. But I'll go to the next level. Where is this, this systemic issue? Don't we always talk about systemic racism? So where's the system? What I'm hearing is I don't like Asian people because they're mean. That's what I hear. They don't, they take, they took our jobs and why do I care? It, if you say that, you are literally allowing the system to pit two groups of people together to fight 
while the elites of our nation keep growing and getting stronger. You know who loves this conversation? People like the Jeff Bezoses of the world. They're like, yeah, that's right. You yell at those Asian people. Just keep buying Amazon stuff. That's who loves this. To speak to me, to give me eye contact I in any like way. I feel like that's also a cultural thing. Mm -hmm. well. Youngster don't like that. It is cultural, but when I go on vacation and I go to a foreign country, I oh. make it my business to try to be conscious of the culture there. Mm -hmm. No, you don't. So that I can Stop act lying. accordingly. No, you don't. Right. No, you right? don't. Mm -hmm. So I no, think that we're Blatant owed lie. some of that. We're owed. When you come to our country and you start businesses. Okay, a lot of the people who are here, they didn't come to the country. They were born here. They're kind of Americans. I guess they owe you stuff. I, I, this is, I mean, this is really some tough stuff to hear, isn't it? Mm-hmm. That's just even good business practice to treat your patrons with respect and, and care. <laughs> right. Like that's just common sense. Right. Right. Yep. But, but, but look, did you just see the young one? The the, the middle one's like, yeah, uh, yeah, I guess so. Hell with them Asians. Whatever. Yeah, they mean to us. That's that's the middle one. The young one's like, Grandma, what are you saying? My God, my 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 grandma's Archie Bunker. That's what the little ones. What, we on. don't feel like we, we get the, and fast. you start businesses. Mm -hmm. That's just even good business Watch practice the to treat your patrons with respect and, and <laughs> care. Right. Like, that's just common sense. Look at little one. Look like, oh, what you doing, right, Grandma? Right? Yep. But we doing? don't feel like we, we get that. And I also recognize that it's a very limited exposure that we have yeah. with the so community. It's so it's limited. I only separate. see, that's the I only see a little bit. But the little bit I see I don't like. So you know what? Let them all be killed. What Only do you do? interaction that we really have. And the cultures are so drastically different. different. Yeah. That's what I've come to understand. But I hear you. I think there's a lot of misunderstandings yes. culturally. Yeah. The biggest yes. misconception is that Asian is just Asian. You yeah, know, it's like Vietnamese, mm -hmm. Chinese, Japanese, Korean, Korean, absolutely Filipino. Like you just throw them all in one. But they're all so different. So different. Yeah, just they various are different. cultures, right? They are different. Absolutely are different. So that's true. And in fact, not only is it Asian, it's also East Asian, right? It's not just Asian. It's also East Asian. It's both. So, yes. So, by the way, guys, you probably heard this um, already. Uh, Facebook took me down because every time I do, anytime I do anything on anything, I get taken down. So, I just get taken down. So, if you want to watch this, you have to watch this now on YouTube or Twitter. So, sorry, guys. They'll just, you'll go to YouTube or Twitter. I apologize. They always take me down. It's what they do. It's they're constantly canceling me because. That makes things better. Not, it's, it's difficult to distinguish one from the other sometimes, too. Not well, if you pay attention. Did you hear what she said to Grandma? Grandma's like, it's difficult to tell difference. All Grandma just said, now to be clear, this is black grandma. This ain't Archie Bunker from the 70s, white old man. Get out my lawn. That's not who it is. This is black grandma. Black grandma says, difficult to tell difference between all these Asians. They look alike to me. She just said that. And youngster goes, no, if you pay attention, there is without question an absolute difference in age here. There is a gender gap without question. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, you got it. Not if you pay attention.
For me, it's the feeling of, or the lack of reciprocity. Right. Mm. And, and it's a feeling that, like, I'm not going to go. They had to put reciprocity definition in case you didn't know what that was. Bernard, you didn't know what that was, did you? See? So that's there for you. That's for you, Bernard. So you know. I don't know. I'm teasing you, but I don't know if you know or not. But there we go. Yes. That's what it's talking about right there. There we go. Now we're good. Way better. Out of my way to support and help someone if I don't even have the feeling that they even want my support. Well, here's the mm -hmm. thing. And mm -hmm. I, I hear you. And I think one of the biggest misconceptions that we have okay, in this fight me. as a whole is that it's in about this, fight. this reciprocity situation. Mm -hmm. Right. And it's I a fight. That. I totally understand. That. Why is this a fight? And I think that's the biggest piece that bothers me. Why is this a fight? Why in the world is the Asian community angry at the black community and we're fighting each other? Why is it a fight? The problem that I have here is there was a system set up to make two groups of people fight and now they're fighting and you can't even announce the system's a problem. All you want to do is keep fighting and blaming the other. They're not, they don't respect us. There was... It's insane. It's, it doesn't make any... Let me grab a couple of comments. Just doing a lot of comments. I'm going to grab a couple before I keep going. Um, Logic says, Larry always bringing the heavy facts to light. I'm trying. Absolutely. I am absolutely trying. Yes. So, um, Andrew says, I've heard and seen people be asshats to Asian American people. It's upsetting to see here. I completely agree. Yes. It, we shouldn't be. It's not their fault at all. Yes. So, um, I, I'm sorry. Some of, the, some of the people who are watching on facebook now you have to move to twitter or to youtube so yes um is it not true larry no 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 uh markel it is true that that the stats are accurate they are but it's not like the asian people pushed them out and attacked them and stole their jobs that isn't accurate the system was set up so that the, that's so that the black communities remember what happened at the same time that there was a massive an influx in uh asian immigration the same time, what happens? War on poverty, war on drugs. So war on poverty, war on drugs comes in. The cops start coming in, trashing uh, the black family. And as in that trash the black family, the redlining and mortgage rules and lending rules from the federal government are still working. They're still in place. Officially, they were gone at the civil rights. That's officially. But we all know that nothing actually changed until the 1980s. The 1980s, that began to change. Well, th this is six to 15 years in between. So while that's happening, you've got black families being trashed, not able to get loans, not able to start businesses, and you have Asian families coming in early on, most of them wealthy when they first came here because only the wealthy Asians could leave Asia to come here at that time. So the initial influx of Asians, many of them by percentage are wealthy, not necessarily for the Vietnamese. The Vietnamese came as refugees, so many of them were not wealthy, obviously. But even, even some of the wealthier Vietnamese came because they were afraid of the North the, of the North Vietnamese regime. So you have those three things coming together in that system. Of course, that's going to happen. Absolutely. Yes. And the other point, right, we, we're redlining Asians too. So the Asians can't go into many of the new white communities. Some can, most can't. So where are they going to go? Black communities. That's what happened. That's the issue. So um, Dave says, Democrat hero FDR caused redlining. Yeah. Well, you know what? I, I don't think I don't think so. I think what actually caused redlining, believe it or not, was Woodrow Wilson, because he began to resegregate. Right, the the federal government was integrated until Woodrow Wilson he resegregated them. So Wilson actually resegregated the military. I mean, the military and the federal government. I think that's really if he doesn't do that, I don't think FDR can either.
So I actually would go back and I would ask go further than that, Dave. I would go to Woodrow Wilson. That's what I would do. So yes. Sean says, if black people aren't treated well by Asian business owners, why do they continue to shop there? Well, there is an actual reason why, right? You find that. And the reason is because they're deserts. They're business deserts. Like if you don't go there, you've got to go miles and miles and miles away. And other businesses didn't want to go there. Only Asian businesses will go there. So that's kind of all you got or you've got to go far away. So what wound up happening is you have animosity in there. And now when you have problems like the war on drugs, you got the, 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 the problems with you know, the, the crack epidemic and all that stuff happening. Well, now you got to, people are going to rob their people in their neighborhood. So that was, of course, other blacks, black and black crime, and Asian Americans who were in their neighborhoods. It wasn't like the black people going, oh, I need to go kill an Asian guy. No, they were like, I'm going to go get money for my thing. So I'm going to rob whoever's there. And if that happens to be a black person, okay, tons of black and black crime and black and Asian crime. So that also happened. So it was a combination for sure. So Sam says government regulations and insane inflation makes a high barrier to entry. So people unhappy with the business can't create when it compete. Yes. The hair braid license. Perfect example. Right, Sam, you're saying, why would someone go to a hair and nail salon? Well, you could go to your own, but if you're in New York State, it's going to cost you $20,000 to get a license to open one up. That doesn't include the building or the, or the equipment or the furniture or the marketing. And now many black people could. Then, which is hard, particularly if you got things against you like a felony conviction or worse, you couldn't get loans or bad credit, all those things. So, yeah. Bernard says, grew up in Houston in a black community called South Union. There was a large Vietnamese population with stores. Yep. Some were angry because they had a business first. All the hate needs to stop. Yeah. And then that's true. There, there is a lot. There's some jealousy there too. There is. And the division makes it worse. Division makes it worse. Yeah. So let me keep going if I can. I'm going to grab some more of this so you'll see what I'm talking about. There is a bit more. And they bring on um, two of the people. One of the people they bring on is actually Asian. And of course, we want to feel as though there's some exchange. But at the end of the day, what we can allow is hate of any, any kind, kind to survive, to exist. I yeah, but it's a system. Let's say if all of a sudden you decide, you know what, I'm going to be I'm going to make today be nice to East Asian person day. Love the day. That'd be an amazing day. If we make that, I will go out of my way. I mean, I'm happy to people all over, but fine. Be nice. East Asian day. And black people go and give East Asian people hugs and stuff. Nice. Is that going to change the situation? Is that going to take away the took our jobs? Is that going to go away? No, it's not. The problem isn't we need to be nicer to each other. This is the problem that I constantly have, which is the system's bad. So you be better. Right? What is the issue with white supremacy? It's the system's bad. White supremacy. So, so white people be better. Wait, I thought it was the system. So then why does the white person be better? Well, now you're, what you're saying is, yeah, the, the system's bad. Asian person be better. Is it always other person be better? Is it ever? This system has set us up so that it's unfair. Let's fix the system. And don't I want allies to fix the system to include Asian people, white people, black people, Hispanic people? Don't I want all Americans to help me fix this system? I would think so. Hear this conversation endlessly they didn't do that so why should i have to do this and they didn't do that so i did this and it's really hard because we do feel hurt and yeah. we do and, and we, we are... feel neglected exactly and we feel overlooked and we feel willow's the smartest one on the table the youngest one's got the, the best brain on the table 
I love it. Go get some, Willow. Not seen. I get all of that. And that's what makes it so difficult, difficult. because I understand. Yeah. Yeah. But I also know there's nothing in the world that makes a woman 65 yeah. years old in New York City yeah. from the Philippines getting beat up by a man and nobody helps. helps. That right. makes that's no crazy. sense. Oh, what? stop so that. Oh, stop that. Stop that. You know exactly what sense that makes. Stop that. Please stop that garbage. He was a big black man fighting in the streets and you expect the average New Yorker to go, oh, let me go stop this big black man. You expect that to happen? In today's world, if you're a white guy, I have watched the fear in white people's faces when someone who's black does anything in a public space. The fear of being thought of as racist or doing something racial is, I, I could see it on their face. The amount, it's going to sound so horrible, but I don't care. I'm going to say it because it's true. The amount of times I've seen white people look at me like, you're black, do something. I mean, terrible. I, I don't want that to be true, but man, it's true. And they know it. So stop. They know it. You watching, you know it. You listening, you know it. I know it too. It's literally happened to me. Somebody of color saying something, doing something wrong. And they look at me. Uh, you black, do something. And now I got to do something now because I'm the only one who can. That's, th of course, is what happened. Of course. Th that concept, did, no, of course. Oh, ever. Yeah. Hate is hate. I agree. Okay. And I think, I think people feel terrible about that. Yeah. But I just don't feel like, you know, th there's no real... Um, there's nothing in us that makes us stand up and feel like we really want to come to... Well, here's the thing. Then why should we we expect that from white people? Because yeah. that's how... Thank you. Yeah, they okay. So you find stuff up to your ma. Yeah, that's exactly right. I don't mind you saying to hell with the Asians. You could do that if you want to. It's not required for you to want to help Asian people. If you don't want to help them, you don't have to. Okay. But aren't you asking other people to help you? So if, if I'm going to sit here and go, hey, guys, help me out. Oh, can you help me? Nah, I don't care about you. That doesn't really work. So thank you, Jada. Stand up to Ma. About time. White people feel. White people feel like that's not my problem. That's your problem. Okay, yeah. So we brought you guys over here. Okay, whatever. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. You figure it out. That's on you. That's exactly how white people feel about our struggles. Yeah. Look at grandma. Grandma don't like that at all. She's like, what? I'm about to put you over my knee and spank you. You make me look bad. Yeah. And youngsters like, yes, grandma, I've been trying to tell you this. You acting like Archie Bunker. Yeah. You you can't, right? You, you can't do both. And again, you are under no obligation to care if Asian people are hurt. You cannot if you don't want to. Up to you. But then how can you ask others to assist you? I like allies for everyone. That's what I would like. I know maybe I'm nuts. I would like all of us to assist whoever is in trouble at the time. If we got black people in trouble, great. Let's help the black people now. We got Asians in trouble. Let's help the Asian people now. Let's help whoever's in trouble now. That's it. Women are in trouble now. Let's go help them. Let's help everybody who's in trouble. That's what I would like. I know it sounds crazy, right? But if I start saying I want to help women and I start calling men names, Odds are the women aren't going to want to help us. I'm just saying. I mean, the men aren't going to help us. That's the odds.
So let me keep going. Grandma's mad. I like this part. Grandma's you mad. You know, and so that's what I'm saying. It's, it's the cycle. Like, it's the same. It's the cycle. And I get it. I Listen, it's oh, like we're asking like you to care because out we're of humanity. We have <laughs> out of compassion for humanity. Exactly. I, the youngest one's the smartest one of the bunch. Understand in the community what makes it so difficult that we are tired. We are tired of always having to put it aside, right, 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 right. take the high road, all that. So when we decided to bring this intense topic to the table, there were two people we wanted to have here. Both have devoted their careers to taking on tough subjects. Their careers. Award-winning journalist Lisa Ling is fighting yes, on the son, front Lisa. lines to stop Asian hate. Look at that. Lisa and front her family lines. have received numerous death threats since the increase of hate crimes on the AAPI community. One of the smartest people I know, Dr. Michael Eric Dyson, is a leading he voice on Black history and culture. He is smart. This That's ordained true. preacher, professor, and author of seven New York Times bestsellers. Never made many actual change, but he is smart. I'm is known that. for breaking down difficult topics. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. This is a really tough is. subject. And, and before yeah. be, before we go to that, I'm going to grab a couple more comments because it's going to get pretty good too here. So, but let me grab a couple more if I could. Japanese and Koreans have some animosity to each other. Yes, absolutely. Japanese have animosity with a lot of East Asians. Remember that World War II thing when they decided to basically try to conquer all of East Asia and call it a East Asian co-prosperity sphere. I think that's right. And they kind of basically just said everybody's Japanese now. Yeah. People weren't happy about that. Go figure, right? Crazy. Yes. So Thomas says, take out Asian from the convo and insert any immigrant community. Would you be happy with what you're hearing? Tom, you're exactly right. I would hate it. I, I don't I don't like it. Right. I'm with you. Again, you have a right. If you want to say I don't care about Asians, you can say that. But then when it's your people, you don't really have a leg to stand on, is all I'm saying. That's what I'm saying, right? It, you, just, you don't. Yes. Torrin says, there are a lot of black people who feel they are the most important thing in the world and everyone should bow down to them. Um, I think that's an exaggeration, Torrance. What I would say is there are a lot of black people who feel like it's their turn and now they deserve it, which is similar to what you're saying, but I think there's a different spin to that. There are a lot of black people who think, well, it's my turn now, so when do I get mine? So now... You know, you have to, I think that's a, it's a, it's similar to what you're saying, but I just think it's a spin there's a nuance to it. I think that's, that's the key there. Uh, Grace says white supremacists will love this and hate that. She is certainly entitled to her opinion, but this is not helpful to anyone who is a minority. I think that's the biggest piece you just brought up. Grace is it's not helpful. Are the facts correct? Yes, they're, they're correct. Mar Markel brought it up earlier. The facts are correct, but is it helpful to frame it this way? Not at all. Not by people stealing, people taking. That is simply not that. Um, Sam says, I think the human brain is wired to see everything through the eyes of scarcity and tribe. Yeah, valid point, Sam. Because that's how people survived. The technology revolution, technological re revolution is producing faster than our brain evolves. Yeah, I think that's right. <laughs> I'm with you on that one. Yes, I think that's right. Grace says, I blame the government for creating the poverty in the black community in the first place. Yes. Thank you, Grace. If the government didn't help create this with the war on drugs and the war on poverty, systemic issues. And on top of that, you start trashing the, the black community when it comes to, to buying, um, renting, uh, mortgages, credit, all those things. Trash them for a decade. I'm sorry, a decade, a century. 
And now when they're ready to stop buying, well, the Asians are already here. They already got the money. They already got the credit. They already got everything. It's too late. It's too late. Yes, I agree completely. Thank you. So, all right, see if I can grab a couple more before I keep going. I got a little bit more I do want to want to put up. You guys are going back and forth, and I really appreciate that so much. Um, let me grab one more here. Uh, Delta says, my sister's husband's mother was verbally accosted over COVID because the nitwit who went after her thought she was Chinese. She isn't. She's Thai. There's the other issue. You're right. That happens all the time. People are just mad, and they just, yeah, blame people. Delta says, Larry, what about the animosity built up before, during, and after the LA riots? Thank you. That's my point, Delta. This has been that way, right, for a while. And I'm saying since the 80s, mostly, because that's when the Chinese and East Asians started coming across in the 70s that are coming, and they started becoming successful in the 80s more than ever. So that's why all those stores came up who were Korean-owned or, you know, Chinese-owned, Thai-owned, whatever. That, that happened during that time frame. So by the time LA Riots came out in 92, I mean, yeah, that's when it was, 100%. I think that's a valid point, a lot more. So Falk says, Larry, more for go for gov. Thank you, thank you. First time was a warm-up. I appreciate that, absolutely. So let me grab um, this other piece where now Tyson comes in and he has some conversations. He says some things. So we just wanted to get some education just around the tensions between Blacks and Asians. Mm -hmm. How did it get this way? Yeah. One of the first things any immigrant group learns when they come to America, who the bottom of the totem pole is. Yes. I don't care who you are. Black people, right? The darker people mm -hmm. are at the bottom of the totem pole. When immigrants okay. come over here and they do, they recognize this structure, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. Where whites are at the top right. and blacks are at the bottom. Yeah. So often and this, when by the way, Asia come to this. This actually, by the way, as I talked about last year, actually began. After the after Bacon's Rebellion, 1619 or 1620, I think 1620 was Bacon's Rebellion. And there were poor blacks and poor whites who were working in Virginia or the Carolina, Virginia, in Virginia. And they were working together. They were they were the, the, the poor of the area and they rebelled against the wealthy. And the wealthy said, wait a minute, I don't want these these poor people to come kill us. So let's have them fight each other. Let's make black people separate and the white people separate, and then they'll fight each other. And that has now been true in our country for I don't know how many years, but it's not just black and white. They had whoever. Now it's the Mexicans versus the Chinese, the Chinese versus the black. Mix and match. As long as you're fighting each other, oh, oh, good. The, the culture war that's happening in America, the elites of our country love it. Like, good, good. Talk about that. Yeah, yeah. You Asians and white people fight. Keep buying my stuff. Let me keep being in charge. I'm going to keep ruling you while you guys squabble over stuff that has no actual value. This country with nothing. They mm. have this aspiration of being able Absolutely. to achieve some semblance yes. of the American dream. Yeah. And what does that look like? Yeah. It looks white, yeah. right? Yeah. But everyone is being dehumanized, yeah. right? Yeah. Because everyone is trying to rise up that ladder. Yeah. 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 yeah, we're in Los Angeles. And we think about Latasha Harlan's, right? That yeah. was a touchstone. Mm -hmm. Like, it see, was. that's what they do to us. The history mm -hmm. of anti-blackness within Asian communities, that along with the Rodney King, now, we're going back like 30, 40 years now. I would ask you, do you know or are you or do you know young Asians, particularly young Asian males? And I would say East Asian, but also South Asian coming from Pakistan, family coming from India, Bangladesh, to include that, 
but also East Asian. Do you think that those young Asians, East Asians or Southern Asians, do you think either of them don't like black people, don't like black culture, don't like blackness? Yeah, they kind of do. They do. The older Indians, East Asians, Southern Asians may have this outlook from that day, 30, 40 years ago. They may still think, yeah, you crazy black people. They might still think that. But the younger ones, they love black people. Tell me if I'm wrong. I'm happy to be wrong here, right? But man, I know a lot of young Indians, a lot of young um, East Asians, Chinese, who just think everything black's awesome. Rap is awesome, whatever. Basketball is awesome. You insert the stereotypical black thing in America, young Asians seem to really like it. I don't see that. I think they, they're almost yearning to have black friends. Now, maybe I'm wrong. I'm telling you what I see. And I see this in New York, New York City. That's what I see. I see it online too. Tell me I'm wrong. I'm happy to be wrong on this one. But I think the, the generational gap here, in my view, is huge. Mm -hmm. This was a signal moment. I don't know a single Asian person. Okay, she wasn't alive during Rodney King. Like, she wasn't even alive. She wasn't alive during 9-11. So let's be clear. She does not know what you're talking She's like, well, Rod Rodney, Ro Rodney King? What? Yeah, she has no idea. Person who isn't horrified still Absolutely. to this day Absolutely. about that case. Absolutely. Okay, stop. I you're, truly don't. And that's no, you're, you're wrong. The vast majority of young Asians don't know that even happened. Stop. They have no idea. That's another lie. Stop. Thing to understand that the people it horrified are not just black, and the people it horrified are many Asian brothers and sisters who saw that, yep. who felt that it was a horrible misrepresentation. Okay, then go 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 instead to George Floyd. Right, that was last year. That will be a more recent thing to talk about. You talking about from 1992? Was it? Was it two, three? Back the 90s of who they are as mm -hmm. a people. And here's the thing. The so-called negative thing that any particular group does thing. is seen as representative of that group. Black people have a right to feel hurt yes. and injured by the fact that everywhere mm -hmm. in this world to be darker is to be dehumanized. Yeah, but look how light all of you are. I don't mean to be mean when I say that, but yeah. I mean, I'm light. I'm light-skinned. Grandma's, look, look, grandma's my skin color, right? I mean, we're light. So he's right, but that's in a black community too, right? That to be darker isn't just in America, isn't just Asians. It's in America too, but something else. It's in Brazil. I mean, Brazilians you know, don't like you if you're darker. I mean, it's in India. Indians don't like you if you're darker. Dark skin is, is, is bad everywhere. That's true. And there's yes. no question about that, which means that we should be especially careful not to reproduce that same hurt to other groups. Yes. When that I tension agree. starts to, to, to brew, no one, our communities aren't the ones that are benefiting from it. Not okay, hold on. She finally comes up with something. See, while Tyson's smart, smart man, he's totally on the wrong wavelength here. He's like, we can't be mean to each other. Okay, I like that. That's good. He's right. We shouldn't judge you about our skin color. Yep, I'm with you. Yep, I'm with you. That's true. And that's it. But what about the systems that you should be talking about that break it? Where was the war on drugs in any of this? We're about 10 minutes in and no war on drugs. We're 10 minutes in and no war on poverty. We're 10 minutes in. And the two greatest things that have hurt black America in the past 60 years, 
the war on drugs and the war on poverty not even talked about. Not talked about. Again, if I'm wrong, guys, tell me. I just I don't see this. For black people to be demonizing Asian brothers and sisters with the Wuhan flu, the Chinese flu, who wins? White supremacists. So it pits us against each other. Okay. There he did. He used a phrase which drives me crazy. Who wins? White supremacists. Now, I know a lot of my audience is white. And when you heard that, what did you think? You thought, what? Again? Everything's raised. But yes, you did. Blame the white guy. That's what you thought. I know you did. I'm not mad at you for it. I get it. That's what you thought. So what if he isn't, instead of saying that, if he said instead, who wins the system? Or who wins the elite? Or who wins the powers that be? If he had used any phrase other than white supremacists, how would you have felt? Yeah, I get you as an ally. And that's the reality. Let me re re hear that again. And starts to, to, to brew. No one, our communities aren't the ones that are benefiting from it. Yep, not at all. For black people to be demonizing Asian mm -hmm. brothers and sisters with the Wuhan flu, the Chinese flu, who wins? White supremacists. So it pits who us wins? against each other. Right. And that yes, the elites. So they keep us against each other. Everyone who was watching who was white wouldn't have been like, oh, you'd have been like, yeah, those damn elites. Come on, Larry, let's get them. And that's what I want you to think. Because I need everybody on our side to change the system for everyone. Everyone should have a better system to include black people, to include Asian people, and even poor white people who the system hasn't helped them out. Everybody who the system has been against, we should get on our side to make it better and fairer. The exact idea of pitting minorities against each other is the most perfect uh, path towards domination. Oh, Look at that. White towards domination. The youngster didn't go towards white people. She said domination. Supremacy is what? We're not talking about individual oh white brothers God. and sisters. We're talking about the conscious or unconscious belief in the inherent inferiority <sighs> of some and the superiority of others. And I okay, to be clear, if you want to, like this guy, Tyson, if he wants to sit with me in some university room, and have a detailed conversation about the concepts of white supremacy and the rules and the regulations and how you define it and how it affects things. You want to have that conversation in the halls of academia? Good idea. Let's do that. I'm open to that. I'll come visit him if he wants to. I don't mind. All good. Why in the world would you use that phrase in mainstream America when all people think about when you use that phrase is people in hoods? or Nazis. That's all people think of. People in armbands or people in hoods. That's all we think about. The connotation of that phrase is so strong, it makes white people cringe. Stop cringing white people and put them on our side. What are you doing? No, who's not at that table? White people. And you're talking about white supremacy. This is not the right way of making that happen. This is terrible messaging. You could have just said, you know, it's the system or the elites. And then the poor white people go, yeah, that system's screwing me too. I'm in. But when you go white supremacy, they go, I'm living in trailer park. How the hell am I a supremacist? What? 
I hope I'm not being nuts with this. Let me go back and grab some comments because maybe what I'm saying is crazy. I, I hope you tell me. If you think I'm wrong, I'm happy to be wrong. I'm happy to be 100% wrong if I'm wrong on this one. So let me grab a couple of these. Um, let's see here. Um, stop saying those don't like those. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yes. It's some of these don't like these. That's that's it's a much better way of you're not using superlatives. You're saying some of these things exist, right? I think it's true. And it's it's a much better way of making that happen. I agree. Yes. Um, let's see. Um, Grace says, Larry, you need to be on these panels seriously. They never seem to want me on. Dave says, You are not wrong. Like, Thank you. Okay, so I'm not crazy. It seems obvious to me. Like I'm listening to it and I'm like, isn't it obvious? Thank you, Dave. I'm not, I'm not crazy. I love that. Yes. Uh, Edward said he just alienated every white person out there. He did it again, Larry. Yes, absolutely. Ed, I want you on my side. The system does, doesn't just suck for me. It sucks for you too. So how about we fix it? Let's get together on this one. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Yes. Matt says, wow, you don't say. People don't like to be called ignorant terms that don't accurately describe them so that they can further a narrative. I know, Matt. It's so obvious to me, right? It's it's so obvious to me. Yes. Thank you. I appreciate that. Larry, how, how does things like genocide of the Tutsis by the Hutus and various African dictators who attacked and killed their own people in Africa play into their thinking? It's Thank you, Delta. I'm glad you brought this up. This is another piece. In, for those of you who don't know, in Rwanda... There really wasn't such a thing as the Tutsi and the Hutus. Literally, the Belgians made it up. They came in and went, oh, you look a certain way or act a certain way by Belgian standards. So we're going to call you Tutsi and we're going to call you Hutus and we're going to separate you. And I think the Tutsi were the upper class. Someone's going to be mad at me. I'm sorry. That maybe, you know, one of those two workers of the upper class. I think the Tutsi were the upper class, if I'm not mistaken. And that upper class, they were able to be things like servants for the Belgians. See how lovely the Belgians were? Uh, and they could actually also be like lieutenants and run things and government bureaucrats. And the Hutu, you know, those people who we randomly decided were different. Those people are the chumps. And they fought each other so the Belgians could rule. Well, then the Belgians left and they fought a horrible civil war where millions of people died and about a million were hacked up with machetes. Yes. Thank you for that, Delta. This is the same thing we're doing to, to our people here. There is no reason for us to be deciding that one group is better or worse. It doesn't help at all. Not at all. So Matt says, I went to school with many Asian students. This was 20-ish years ago. But Vietnamese, Vietnamese uh, Japanese, and Korean students were real cool. It was a group of Chinese students who were horrible to everyone. I'm going to guess something, Matt. It's a guess. I bet the Chinese students probably came from wealthier families. That's going to be my guess. Because in those at that time, a lot of Chinese who were coming to America were wealthy. This is as this about 20 years, 30 years ago, China was on the rise. And a lot of their wealthy people were trying to move to America. So a lot more wealthy Chinese came out. By, by percentage, Chinese immigrants to America not including illegal immigrants, obviously well, in, in, this, in the human trafficking side, clearly not including that group. Chinese immigrants are statistically wealthier than most of the immigrants that come to America. They're very wealthy relative to others, right? And again, I'm not including those that are, that are coming through human trafficking. Obviously, they're dirt poor, terrible. Yes. 
So, yeah. All right, here. Um, Joe says, I'm lucky. Arabs are only at the bottom outside the USA. It's terrible. Oh, my God. Yes. So, yeah. Patricia says, I was doing stuff around the house. Didn't realize Facebook shut shut down your live. Yeah, it's what they do. They just, they shut me down. That's how it is. Absolutely shut you down. So, all right. Let me see if I can head on down. Uh, Matt says, I am correct. Thank you. I appreciate that. Let me grab a couple more. Keep going down here if I could. There's a little bit more, but I, I do think it's an interesting topic. I think that's the thing. I think there's a lot of people in our community specifically who don't recognize mm -hmm. the white supremacy construct. Yeah. Okay. There's not one black person who thinks there isn't a white supremacy construct in some way, shape, or form. I, you just made that up. Of course. And we're falling into, you we're know, that's that. the thing. Like how you just broke that down. Right. How right. you've been breaking it down. It's like, yeah. I didn't really have the words. words. You know what no, I'm saying? No, no, no. Yeah. Yo, yeah. His words were bad. Mine were better. Don't use his words. His words are terrible. Don't use them. Don't use them. And the problem is, and this is the, this is the issue here, right? And let, let me just, again, be forward if I can. And I know sometimes I say things that may make some of you cringe here or there. But you know it, I'm just going to say it. When people of any similar group, racial, ethnic group are together, they will say things about other ethnic groups. They just will. You know that. Depending upon the history, Turks and Greeks don't like each other. We know that. You get a bunch of Greeks together in a room, are they going to say stuff about Turks? Yes. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. A bunch of Turks in the room, they said about Greeks? Yes. Guaranteed. That's going to happen. Right. That is that is what's going to happen. That doesn't mean they're racist or mean or whatever. But if you say something, they're going to get it. If that makes any sense, like they're going to understand, they're going to laugh. Right. Well, you know what? If you're a group of white people and you say something funny, you say a funny black joke. Odds are you're going to laugh. I get it. But your black people are going to say a white joke. You're going to laugh. So who gets upset in the black community, as an example, when you use up white supremacy? Note who's not on this board. White people, of course nobody's upset. There's no white people on the board. Of course not. So that's an issue. I don't want you to use her words. Those words are bad idea. Uh, Grace says, I was right. The Tootsies were the more upper class. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, Renee says, Hutu farm crops. There we go. Tootsie herded livestock. Since livestock were more valuable, they were considered elite. Thank you, Renee. I, I thought it was the Tootsies were higher. So yes, that that's the piece. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it so much. Toron says, Larry, you're awesome. I can't vote for you, but I wish you the most most luck in your bid for governor of New York. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. John says, Larry, I know what you mean now talking about race isn't solely logical. Yes. Thank you, John. Yes. It is emotional. Yes. And emotions can get involved. I wake up and help anyone I can every day, no matter what this color of their skin. Thank you, brother. Don't stop. That's a good thing. Please keep doing that. Yes. Absolutely. Please keep doing that. I mean, I just... I'm at the red table. I got to bring my A game. You understand what I'm saying? Like, that's exactly it. But it's got power. But that's what's like ruining and ruling us. And it also that's what's ruling us. So what if you would instead say the ruling class or our rulers or any of those things? If you were to use those types of phrases, those types of words, you could get us to unite. You can get us to unite if you do that. So is stoking fear yes. amongst people yes. whose livelihood and lives and the way they've always known things yes. feels threatened. That's true. And that's, that's right. the thing about this period right now. 
But it isn't just threatening. He's, she's saying livelihood and lives. That's true. But it's also your own feeling of respect or caring, right? John just said, you know, Larry, I get up every day trying to help people regardless of color of their skin. How do you think John's going to feel if someone says, oh, you know, you're part of the white supremacy. That's what you're part of. How's John going to feel? He's still a human being. He may go, ah, oh, you dummy, whatever, forget it. He might. What if he hears it again? Then again. And again. Different people tell him that. And what if every person who tells him that is someone a person of color? They say they're Hispanic or black. That's what he hears. At one point, John is going to change how he thinks. Unconsciously, probably. I don't think he'd consciously do it, but he'd do it unconsciously. All of a sudden, whenever he sees a person of color, he's going to be thinking, are they thinking I'm a white supremacist? That's going to happen eventually because he's human. Because that's what people think. And people don't want to feel racist unless you're a racist. So that's the point. The people who are unhappy about this, they're not the white supremacists because they're unhappy. The white supremacists are like, this is great stuff. Yeah, they're, do that. They're so right. The white supremacists love this stuff. So if you're against it, it's because you're not a white supremacist. That's the crazy part. That's the part that's nuts. Anyway, I'm sorry. It's And white people are starting to recognize, wow, I, I really had no idea. What's interesting, though, the ingenuity of white supremacy is it don't matter who's in control as long Ooh. as the system is operating. Right. Yeah, you're right. It doesn't matter who's in control as long as the system is operating, making it a bad system. See what I did there? A system. Even grandma's like, yeah, this system. Yes. So you don't have to call it white supremacy. You could just call it a biased system or a broken system. Any of those things would work. So you could have a black head of Department of Housing yes. under the Trump administration, and you still gonna have white supremacist ideology being- Or you could call it instead of white supremacist ideology, you could call it elitist ideology. You could call it divisive ideology. All those things, you could call it that. And then someone might actually hear what you have to say. Pumped through that black mouth and body. Mm -hmm. The ingenuity of white supremacy is it doesn't demand a white body to Ooh. be efficacious and Ooh, effective. That's a very. So now, so what he just said is white supremacy is so strong, even black people are white supremacists. And you might say to yourself, Larry, that sounds dumb. No, I've literally been called a white supremacist more than once. If you follow my social media, I've been called a white supremacist more than once. So, yes. So now, even black people are white supremacists. It's amazing how that affects everything. You know what's, you know what I can be sure of? This will work. This will get people on board. Oh, wait. No, it won't because it doesn't. This is not only, not only is this not productive, it's unproductive. You are, and how do I know this? Because, like a fool on Facebook, this had over 2 million views. I went through the comments. Yes, I went through the comments. Most of the comments that were people of color like, this is amazing, this is so awesome, this is so great. And almost every white person was like, what? Yeah, if not helpful, not, not, not helpful. And of course, no one talked about fixing the actual system. He just said the system's broken. 
and and there was one woman who talked about fixing the system and they hammered her for like 80 comments. Important point. Lisa, have you personally felt the surge of animosity that is happening? I have been teased and been on the receiving end of the mm -hmm. Gresham's my whole life, but over the last year, the level of vitriol and the hatred mm -hmm. that is expressed has been really unnerving. Yep. I mean, even people wishing harm mm -hmm. on my own children because mm -hmm. we brought the coronavirus to this mm -hmm. country. So absolutely, but it kills me that mm -hmm. so yeah. many of our Asian elders and yes. mothers and children are being attacked so senselessly. Yeah, the, that, that's the problem I bring up all the time. The people who are being hurt are usually elderly Asians. That's kind of crappy. I, I agree. That's kind of tough. I, I hate that piece. Um, I like that. So Joe says, um, could have had a black president for eight years. Yeah, Joe, that could have. Oh, wait, that did. That, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's the point. So now I guess Obama was a white supremacist too. By the way, he did hate Obama. By the way, Tyson does not like Obama. So I guess, yes, you would call him that. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Matt says, maybe we should put someone in charge of the system that will break it and put it back together in a way that might work better. If only there was a party that wanted to break the system and fix it. I know, Matt, if only there was a party that was about things like, I don't know, liberty or something like that. <laughs> yes, that'd be awesome. I think you'd call them the Libertarian Party. You know, just thinking about that. Well done. I love that. Delta says, Larry, how do you feel about being in a facious... Uh, oh, sorry, sorry, a facious mouthpiece for white supremacy. I'm good. I appreciate that. Yes. Lodgy says, I love how there's a bunch of non-white people speaking on how white people feel and what they think. Y you saw that? Yeah, I mentioned it like four times. Yeah, not one white person on the entire panel. Yeah. Yeah, this is like when they were talking about, um, you know, um, what, what about women's rights? We have a panel of five men. Well, you, you might want to have a woman in that, at least one, right? This is the same thing. The hypocrisy is unreal. Imagine a bunch of white people talking about how black and Asian people feel. Yes, thank you. Absolutely. John says, the fact they use white supremacy so loosely, they sound as if they really believe white people are better than them. It sounds like the problem is the way they think. Ooh, that's, that, that's true. They should. The problem is when you use the, the, that phrase so loosely, as you're saying, it no longer has power. Right, like if you call someone white supremacist now, they laugh at you almost. Now that's what it's going to that. We're not there yet, but that's going to happen, right? I laugh at it now, right? It's, I just laugh at it. But yeah, it really seems it really seems like it's a bad idea. Joe says no pun intended, but but no one seems to look past the skin on this issue and what creates racism. Yes, absolutely true. Yes, hundred percent. Yes. Um, Torrance says no one believes in white supremacy more than black people. Torrance, that was my issue. When Jada says, well, you know, even black man, every black person knows even what white supremacy is. I'm like, no, 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 no. We, we all know. We all get that, right? And again, if we're among, if we're among us, is that is that funny when I say among us? When we're among us, well, so we can say it and no one cares. There was a, there was a, uh, I think it was a Dave Chappelle skit where Dave Chappelle uh, pretends to be white, he puts on white face, writes a joke and goes in the bus and there's, only and there's only uh white people on the bus the last black guy gets off and they start partying everybody see that that's scared they start partying you don't have to pay there's no black people here come on you're among white people and they act differently when there's no black people around right obviously it's skit it's a joke but there's some truth to that among every group of people and torrance you know there's a there's 
a way that people speak about the other when they're together. So, and this is what's happening now. I wonder if they would speak that way in front of an actual white guy. So, yes. A Grace says, I was hesitant to help a young black mom who unexpectedly lost her daughter. She was so kind and appreciative, um, but I really did not want to come off as a white savior. Wow, look at that. Right, that shouldn't be a thing, Grace. That shouldn't be a thing at all. That shouldn't exist. But I know that was what I was talking about before, right? That is a thing. And they know it. I know it. Torrance brought it up. We know it. Yes, absolutely. We do know that's true. Joe says, when does your book on happiness come out? It comes out July 12th. That's when the book on happiness comes out. If you guys care, you can head over to thesharpway.com. Click on book. The details are there. Put your name in if you want to pre-order. Let me know. It is coming um, It is coming out uh, July 12th. So what, about two months from now, give or take, month and a half from now? Absolutely. And guys, I'm glad you care about my book. I do. But also, please, if you've got cash to help sponsor the show, please do so. Patreon.com slash Sharpway. You can me 10 bucks, 25 bucks. Please do that. That's what gets us going. That's what keeps us moving. And by the way, you know what? We got a TikTok account. We got a Sharpway clicks, uh, Eclipse account. We got all different types of accounts. We're putting up all this stuff. We have uh, all this now is actually also on podcast. Just listen to it if you want to. Download off Anchor if you want to. You can go ahead and do that. Click the link that's in the description. That actually, that, click that link there. Our link tree. Check it out. You can enjoy every different aspect of Sharpway if you want. And if you want to help out my sponsors, heading over to the Protest and Civil Disobedience Survey. Click that link right there, theadvocates.org. Click that link. Take the survey. And then share it. And now, guess what happens? My sponsors are happy. They help us support the show too. And of course, always, please like, comment, and share. It does matter. People do care. It really does matter. All right, let me keep going. For no reason. Mm -hmm. At this table, we always want to hear from you. Okay. So, check this out. Recently, a Stop Asian Hate post on mm -hmm. our Red Table Talk Instagram and Facebook page confirmed this deep divide. Yep, We received so many comments and responses like these that relate frustration, Unhappy. anger, and pain. I'm supposed to care about Stop Asian Hate. I'm mm -hmm. supposed to care about what's happening to Asian people. They're rude. Look They're at disrespectful. this. Yeah. And they're racist, if you ask me. Rushing us out their stores. How do you following I, us around? Feels terrible. Watching us every move, like we're gonna rob the whole store. But they don't mind taking them black dollars. Mm -hmm. And they didn't mind opening up these businesses in our neighborhoods. Mm. They have never helped me and mine do anything. So why would I jump on some stop Asian hate bandwagon? Now, sadly, that is a common thought process. It's a common thought process. I get it. I don't like it, but I understand it. And it is a common issue. We do see this often. That was the majority. Right. And it was so deep that there were lots of posts that had to be pulled. That's how mm -hmm. offensive they were. How would you address that? You know, I think it's really easy to say things wow. like, well, this black person did something to me and this- Hold on. Did you hear what she just looked right at her and said, how would you address that token Asian person? She just insulted you. How do you address that token Asian person? And she just goes, well, you know, 
eat people, people. This Asian person right. disrespected mm -hmm. me. Those are individual experiences, exactly. and that right. can't categorize the whole stereotype. The, the, can't the, stereotype. That's not the totality. They are so diverse. I mean, there are over 20 different Asian. Okay, she didn't answer the question at all. Basically, what the, what the black woman was saying is that her image, her feeling of Asians in her community are they come in, treat us like garbage, buy up our stores and take our money and don't care if the cops shoot us. In fact, they shoot us and they call the cops on us. Right. And we did, didn't the guy who called the cops on, um, on George Floyd wasn't he Asian? Right. That's what she's saying. They have no answer for this. You know what my answer is? It's a broken system. Fix the system. The system shouldn't exist this way. There shouldn't be a system that basically forced, and when I say forced, I mean gave them no other option, pushed Asian immigrants into black communities because the government didn't have guidelines to put them into white communities. That black people couldn't buy their own stores back. Why? Because they couldn't get loans because their credit was shot because they couldn't get a fair shot of credit to the 1980s. Yeah, then the war on poverty and the war on drugs doubles up to crush the black community. Then, of course, you got Clinton and and and, and Gore who throw 100,000 cops into double and triple down the war on drugs, who throw 100,000 cops in the black communities in 94, making it just worse. Yeah, it's a bad system. That's the issue. Absolutely. Jimmy says, I hate talking about racial issues, and I literally hate clips like this. This is the problem. Jimmy, I think you're right. It's why I bring them up sometimes, because I think we have to talk them out. I think we have to talk about because otherwise these 2 million views on this. And Facebook took me down because they're like, Larry can't talk about this. No. Yeah. No, no way. We, I think we have to talk about it sometimes. We just, we just have to. Yes. Grace says, yes, the guy who reported Mr. Floyd was Asian. Middle Eastern. Yes, actually. But he, he, he gives over, uh, he gives over it from what I have read. I don't know what that means, but yeah, I think that that's, what it is. So, yes. In cultures, yep. living in this country with different languages, different traditions. Right. And frankly, not only do I know yeah. very little about being taught. This is a common uh, tactic that people will use. Hey, something's bad. Oh, um, diversity. That's the answer. Something's bad. Okay. Um, diversity. And that's what they said. Hey, there's this bad thing. And she went, yeah, but we're diverse. That doesn't address the problem at all, at all. I or Laotian or Cambodian or Vietnamese. I don't even know the first thing about being Chinese because yeah. I'm not from China. I'm from America. Oh, and stop. This sister, bless her See, heart. No, no, stop, stop. I don't know the first thing about being Chinese. Stop, stop. Your mom's from China. Stop, right? You, you have a clue about being Chinese, right? That whole idea of someone who says, I'm born here, so I know nothing about my mother country. Look, if you're seventh, eighth, 10th generation, you might not know about Ireland anymore. It's possible. But if you're like second generation Ireland, you know about Ireland, like your mom came from there or something. So yeah, I mean, stop that. She's going crazy on that one. I don't doubt her heart. I don't doubt the fact that this is her experience. I don't want to diss black people who have been mistreated. I'm not saying there are no rude Asian people in stores that have done exactly what this woman said. Mm -hmm. But here's the question. Right. I would say this you're to black me. people. What's the question? When we say this and God bless this woman, Right. White folk been saying that forever about us. Yep. You know, I don't mind, but these black man, the young one is the smartest one in the whole bunch. She just have her own show. The rest of you guys could go home. Just put just put the young one in there. Right. Just put the young one. You guys can all go home. Let's have Willow talk. Let's have the Willow show. I like that show better. These guys, I don't know what she's talking about.
So again, he won't answer the question either. He goes, well, you know, there's some bad Asians, right? This is what white people have been saying. Yeah, that's what I say about cops. There are some bad cops. Am I about abolishing the police? No. Am I about police reform? Yes, I want to change a system so that we can get rid of the bad cops and reward the good cops. Duh, that's a great idea. Well, why don't we change the system so that most of the stores in the black community are actually owned by black people? That would be nice. Then if the guy or the gal is rude, he's just one of mine rude. I guess that's better. But again, that will be at least, it, you, you couldn't say it's the other, it's your people. And you can tell them, hey, dude, stop being rude. That could work. All those things. It's about changing the system, not just saying things like, well, we should be better. People, they're just rude. They're loud. You, you, you can't get. That's his white person. Uh, that's his white person impersonation. He thinks white people talk that way. To work on time. They never come prepared. They always got excuses on and on and on. Is that a large enough sample size for you to determine this is the fundamental characteristic of. OK, he's so silly. This goes back to what John was talking about. Of course, not every person fits into a stereotype. Of course. Is, is anyone, I mean, if someone actually believes, whoa, I met an Asian person who, I don't know, likes chocolate. Therefore, all Asians love chocolate. How is that a thing? I mean, they probably do. Chocolate's awesome. So that might be true. But that isn't the point. That's not the reason why Asians love chocolate, right? Assuming they do. The, the point is, of course that's true. What are you going to do to make it better? What are you going to do to fix the problem? And it can't be systems bad, you be better. It must be systems bad, change the system. And look at Delta. End police, uh, end police unions. End police militarization. End police officer uh, bill of rights. End qualified immunity. These are actual issues that we should be talking about to repair the police force, not cops bad. Cops bad is not helpful. If I go, well, you know, there's some good cops and some bad cops, that doesn't solve my problem. It's true. It's accurate. There are good cops and bad cops. It doesn't really make any dent. Asian brothers and sisters. Or if we're going to get real ugly about it, how many black people have stolen from them Ooh. that their attitudes oh. have been misshapen. Oh, she didn't like that. She's like, oh, I don't like that. Yeah. 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 I was joking when I just said I met an Asian person who likes chocolate, and now I think all Asians like chocolate. Well, why do so many Asians think black people are going to steal from them? Because black people have stolen from them. That would be the reason why they believe that. They've decided, oh, these black people have stolen from me, therefore black people steal. Of course they've thought that. Why? Because they're humans and that's how humans think. And even she gets By that. the behavior of certain of a, black people. Of a few. And you're going to go, wait a minute, most black people ain't ripping you off. Most black right. people, right? So I would ask them, yeah. I understand your pain, but don't draw conclusions based on your limited sample size because white folk have been doing that forever. Just, and Jim Crow is based on that. Right. Yeah. White supremacy is based on that. You don't want all black people being judged by your knucklehead white? cousin. Okay. Right. White supremacy, humanity is based on stereotyping. Humanity is based it. Literally, a guy wrote a book on it, right? Called Blink. That's stereotyping, right? Guy wrote a book on it called Blink. 
Blake Mosleby stereotyping. That must be the name of the book, right? That's how it works. Humans do this. So what must you do if you know that humans are apt to stereotype? If you know that humans are apt to create a left-right paradigm, that humans are apt to create an us versus them paradigm. If you know that to be true and you are creating a system, wouldn't you have that in mind when you're creating that system and make a better system to stop that? Or if you're a part of the elite and know you can do that to divide and conquer, maybe you'd make that system purposefully that way, which is what we've done. Which is what we done. Boda puts up exactly the right thing. Thank you, Boda. Tribalism. Yes, we know humans are tribal. That is what humans do. We know it. Absolutely. Yes. 100%. So, Larry, when will we get to, uh, a phone to call in? Um, I'm trying to work on that, Delta. It takes time and money and energy to do that, which is why I bug you guys for cash all the time and try to get you guys to spend, to, to go to the, um, to the link and to take the survey because that's my sponsor. I'm trying to be able to have my team do the amount of work required to service all the properties and create new properties and still buy new equipment. So I'm trying very much to make this work. I'm hoping it will happen by July. That's my hope. I hope we can do it by then. Thank you for the question. I do appreciate it. Yes. You get beyond that when that is the only experience that you have, when your experience is so mm -hmm. limited. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, because that's I, real I, too. Our it experience is. interacting. Yes, she's with right. It's Asian true. Community is what? so friggin' limited. Yeah. White folks are saying the same thing. We don't know no Negroes. They don't live next door to us. Right. All I see is what I see on a rap video. Mm -hmm. But I tell people, what? All I see is what I see on the rap video. I mean, look, I get he's old. I'm old too. Right. He got gray hair. I got gray hair. He got glasses. I got. Glasses. I, I. I get you. I do. I do. Got gray beard. Me too. But even I know, most white people don't go, all I know is what I see on the rap video. That's not what white people do. I mean, some do. I mean, I'm gonna, you know, I don't, but most don't do that. Most have made decisions on all different reasons. Not this. I don't know no Negroes. I, who says that? Do, do people say that? If, if you know people that, please tell me. I, I don't remember. And look, to be forward, I'm old enough to remember when Negro was a good thing. I'm old enough to remember that I would take Negro over other words. So I'm old enough to remember that. I don't know where this guy's coming from. He's showing his age badly. I mean, look, I'm old too. But yeah, he's showing his age badly. But read a, a book. Read a book. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, go. So read a book is your answer. I'm not joking. Read a book is his answer. So... What you should do is read a book because that'll solve our problems. If you read a book, all those Asian-owned stores will magically go away and be owned by black people. That will happen. Oh, Google. Right. Uh, look at some darn YouTube. It ain't that hard. Hard to find, it, right. So you are ignorant, but you're responsible for your ignorance. Right. So when we say we don't have any experience with, you know, hey, the only Asian person I know is the person, you know, in the nail salon nail and like, well, yeah. then we don't want black people judge by what we think happens with the black person at McDonald's. Exactly. And white Look at Do her. I am liking Willow. Willow got something going on up here. Or maybe it's her youth. Maybe she's actually more in tune than these people. Because while he's smart, Tyson's smart, he is not in tune with what's happening in the world. He's not. He's like up here somewhere. He's in his ivory tower or something. He doesn't know what's happening on the ground. He does not know what's going to happen on the ground. Because what he's saying, he's talking about, I don't know, no Negroes. He's talking about, I don't know, 
everyone was you know, is mad about a case that happened 30 years ago where half your audience isn't even alive wasn't even alive then i don't know wait he's he's way out of it we ain't got no fries <laughs> if so-called pookie and so-called yeah. ray ray is the litmus test for right. how people judge now my point is stereotype is a lazy person's way of engaging no it is not stereotyping is very human not the lazy person it is very human and then how am i going to read a book Am I supposed to read a book about, and listen to where, where this goes, read a book and you'll figure it out. So I got to read a book about black history. Then I got to read a book about Russian history. Then I got to read a book about Chinese history. Then I got to read a book about Vietnamese history. Then I, well, I'm a hundred books that I read. There's 190 some odd countries. Am I right? 190 countries? There's 190 some odd countries in the world. I got to read 190 history books before I go out into the world and memorize them all. Is there a test? It makes no sense. Makes no sense. Change the system, treat people equally and fairly, and done. I don't have to read any books then. I mean, you should. He's right. You should read a book. I mean, just saying, you should read a book. But that shouldn't be that's that should be mandatory for you to survive in your own world. Aging the other. Right. So have a more complicated, nuanced perspective. We gently encourage her, ma'am, just like I do with white folk, when I challenge them with humor or acerbic, intense rhetoric aimed Ooh. at their colossal indignity. <laughs> That rhetoric is what he did. I call them white supremacists because I'm savvy. <laughs> that you got Keep to laughing. just say, open up a little bit, open your heart. Do you want to be judged by the worst things you've done? Do you want to be Ooh. judged by how black people have been said to treat white folk? Because I get letters every day and they're going, you up here talking about this. And I don't deny that these white people have had this experience, that they've seen black people do X, Y and Z. Mm -hmm. Right. They're saying, I saw this. This is in my store. Mm -hmm. I hired this many black people. Every black person I hired acted like this. So they got a sample too. It ain't right. scientific, right. but they got a poll. So now you're admitting exactly what we just said. Now you're going, right. How is hire, reading a history book if you, in this case, you said they hired black people and they acted a certain way, so they had to fire them. Well, then they have a poll too. The black people that they hired were bad employees and they, they fired them. So he's saying, go read a book. What book? What book are you going to read is going to change that opinion? What book are you going to read that's going to make that better? I don't know what book you're going to read. How's that going to work? You know what you can be? A better manager and hire better people. You could do that. That's what I teach. I teach emotional intelligence and smart hiring and focusing on outcomes to get the right people on board and managing, managing in a way that is inclusive. That's what I teach. You don't have to be black or white or Hispanic or anything. Well, Larry, you got any proof of that? I do. When I ran for governor in 2018, the, the uh, a publication that was a state and country, I think it was called state and country, actually uh, checked out all of the campaigns. Five campaigns running in 2018. My campaign, they said most diverse. Not me. I didn't say it. They did. They said I'm most diverse campaign. Cuomo, the Republican, the green person, and the Sam person, and me. Five. I was the most diverse. Not Cuomo, not even the green. Me, I was the most diverse. You know why? Think I had quotas? No, because I know how to lead. I know how to pick the right people and create the right environment. You want to read a book? Read that book. That's the book to read. Read the Emotional Intelligence book by, by Daniel Goleman. I'm not joking. That's not your book. Emotional Intelligence by Daniel. Read that book. That's the book to read. Not on, I don't know, Chinese history or whatever, African history. That's, that, that's the book to read. I don't care about that one.
poll too. So we're going to put their bigoted poll against your bigoted poll. Let's do something different. Let's draw back and see that there's our different experiences, different peoples. And if we judge people based upon the worst of what they do or the worst of how they behave or on. Okay, let me ask you, how is this actionable? What he just said. How is that actionable? Let's pull back and judge people in this magic way. I just made up some magic words and I sound real smart because I speak a certain way like a preacher. So look how cool I am and the way I talk. How is this actionable? You're going to read all the books of the history of the world. I don't get this guy. This is just nice talk. This is great. Someone should pay him a lot of money. He can go and do a TED talk or something. That's awesome. But it's not actionable. It's worthless. One day. Have you judged them over space and time? Did you have a conversation with them? Did you? So I got to have a conversation with every single black person and every single Asian person. There's a lot of both. Just saying. There's a lot of both. Did I judge them over space and time? I got to hire somebody this week. I don't have space and time. What is he talking about? I don't know what he's talking about. There were literally millions of black men in jail right now. How are you going to judge them over space and time? The time they spent in prison? You talk to them about where they come from. Have you spoken, right? In other words, have you treated them the way you want to be treated? If you want an Asian person to speak to you, have you ever spoken to them? So my point is that when we get into the po no politics of reciprocity and knowledge, it's not just about read a book. It's not just about no more. Okay, it's not now. It's not about reading. Did you just say read a book? Okay, not about reading a book or no more. It's not. Okay, so I'm. I have backtracked on everything I've said so far and basically just jumped all around and said nothing that's actionable. It actually made no sense so far. But so now the last thing I said, read a book, and that was garbage too. Ignore that piece. I I, I recommend all that. But open up your perspective. Be a bit fair Ooh, and don't do fair. the same things. I think we need to have. Don't do. That's the Mike problem. Dyson, like pumped. Yeah, that's it. Ha, ha, yeah, let's have Dyson pumped into our brains. He's a motivation guy because he'll motivate us, but he won't actually tell us anything. We won't learn anything. Into everyone's yeah, <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. It just doesn't sound satisfying to say that to that woman. Get yeah. a book and read your history. But it's also but a human that. problem too, Gammy. Meet some more people. Yeah. Thank you. Oh my God, it's a human problem. Yes. This is, it doesn't feel good to say read a book. Yeah, because it's stupid. But that's fine. That's not going to help her. I had a problem with black people. Read a book. I had a problem with Asian people. Read a book. Problem solved. I mean, how dumb is that? At least Willow goes, yeah, it's a human problem. Uh, and yeah. I know it's hard, but it's also like maybe try to expand your heart a little bit and your mind just a little bit. How about that? You can't reduce the world to your perspective mm. and yet at the same time your perspective is so critical of how you see the world so it is to your advantage to continue to expand okay right. but is not the onus on the asian community to do the same when it comes to us see isn't it about them asian people why won't they just they just get right then we'd be fine she went right back to archie bunker now why'd you go i love it she went back to archie bunker i really do um grandma was like buying a lot of it and then he said, read a book and whatever dumb stuff he said. Then she went back to, wait a minute. No, no, no. I'm going back to Archie Bunker because what he said was garbage. It had no real value whatsoever. It wasn't actionable. And she said it in a different way. What she said was, that doesn't sound good to her. I'm going back to Archie Bunker. Don't these Asian people need to act first? Yes, because what, what Dyson's saying has no value. It sounds amazing. Love is cadence, the way he puts it through. I'm so super smart. There's this white person imitation. There's a black person imitation. Great stuff. No value.
Oh, sure. Absolutely. And I would say the same thing to Asian people who have a myopic view of yeah. black people. Oh, absolutely. You know, have you taken the time? Yeah, you know? I'm when glad you, you said that. When you moved that. into this community, yeah. did you read about the history? Did you get to know people? Did you in Oh, see, so when I go when, when I go into a neighborhood before I, I open up a nail salon, I should read a history book. Sheila just said that. I should read a history book. Vest, did yeah. you hire people right. from the community and give them opportunities? Right. I do think it's incumbent. But, but, does anyone else do that? Only Asians got to do that now? All right. Upon all of us. I mean, if we don't start functioning that way, this yeah. is right. all headed down a very a really bad dark road. path. And you raise a great no, point. If you don't change the, the system, you can be as nice as you like. And I hope, Lisa Ling, all of you people there who are all multimillionaires, I hope you table full of six, five, one, two, three, four, five, five, full of five multimillionaires. I hope you all open your hearts. I hope you do. And I hope you think different. And I hope you start, I don't know, judging people with time or whatever the thing is that he said that made no sense. I hope you do all those nonsensical things. And will that get who out of jail? Nobody. That'll get who a better job? Nobody. That'll get what person of color a new store or job, uh, yeah, nothing, nothing at all. Nothing will change. But you go ahead and do your, I'm going to open up and whatever. You do that. How are people going to get better if we don't change a system? If we don't end the war on poverty, end the war on drugs, end licensing, you know, fix, fix policing. If we don't do all those things, who cares? This is just stuff. Buddha says superiority complex. Yeah, they're sitting there hanging out, chilling. Oh, we should care about, the, I guess, the black people. Let's do that. Yes, terrible. Matt says, I feel this guy just changed his opinion ideas based upon whoever he just finished speaking. Yeah, it's pretty much true. He's like, yeah, and you should read a book, but don't read a book. You should drive a car, but don't drive a car. You should fly a plane, but don't fly a plane. You should ride a horse. And we go... Riding a horse and stuff. is He says it's so cool. That's what happens. Very good. Who is Archie Bunker? Joe, you're making me look old now. Archie Bunker from All in the Family. He's the old white guy racist from the 70s. And I use that joke because that guy could never survive on today's TV. But he was really important back in the 70s. He was showing people what a lot of white people believed and thought. And they could see themselves in him. And they could have real conversations. George Jefferson from the Jeffersons came out of Archie Bunker, right? He moved into the neighborhood and Archie Bunker had to have conversations about why he'd be, he'd be in his neighborhood, what's going on. It was a great show that made a lot of people think about race. It was better than any of these red tables. One show of All in a Family, which is the name of the show, one All in a Family show more valuable than this round table. I'm sorry, red table talk, right? More important than that, absolutely. Grace says, get the black man out of jail. Thanks to Joe and Kamala. Maybe I can interview them for a job. I, I love that idea. Let's do that. See, now you're thinking. Now you're thinking. That's what I'm talking about. Yes. She says, I love how Willow's trying not to cringe. And she's like, man, what am I doing with all these damn boomers? She's oh, All she's thinking is, okay, boomer. That's exactly what she's talking about. Yes. That's all she's talking about. Yes. I love that. Uh, so funny. All right, let's see if I can keep doing this. Uh, let's see. Um, know the answer is interact with people in your community, speak with people that are different than you and find common ground, not to focus on differences. That's at least actionable, Matt. Uh, Matt, I like that. That's good. 
Yes, absolutely. John says, his interpretation of white or Asian thinking is how black people are, is racist in itself. And I bet he thinks him about young black people. It's not a race description. It's a low income issue. In many cases, it is, right? The, the, the systemic piece, right, is, is, has been racist in the past, and now you see it's changing. And the example I'll give you is the war on guns. You know, originally gun control was to keep guns originally in the 1860s. It was to keep guns out of uh, a formerly enslaved black men. That was the original reason for it. And now it affects white people, affects everybody. But originally gun control was to keep control of the former slave population. And now it affects everybody. Because once the government got the right to do it because of fear, the government shouldn't have had the right to regulate guns at all in that regard, to, to restrict them. It shouldn't. But we were afraid of black people back in 1860s. The slaves would come back and kill the white people. Okay, so we're going to give up the rights to Second Amendment in the 1860s because we're afraid of the former slaves. Well, that opened a door, John. Now we can keep doing it. Now the rights are for everything. I think you see that constantly, right? We can take your money to help the poor people, or we can take we can kick in your door to stop the blacks and the Mexicans from having drugs. We're not even kicking your door for anything now. So it begins racist and then just becomes bad, period. I think that's common. Now we're at bad, period. That's where we are now. So yes. So Sean says, why do Asian businesses that cater to black communities treat the patrons with such disregard? Yeah, I, I think because the, 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 I think it's because the feeling is often mutual. You can see how both sides don't like each other. The black um, community would rather have Black-owned businesses. It just would, of course. Any community would rather have that. And then the Asian community doesn't want to be in this community, but they have to be. If you notice, many uh, black uh, many Asian stores, their goal is, I know it sounds terrible, but you know it to be true, um, they often want to move into white communities, wealthier communities. It's a common thing. They want to do that. So I, I think it's actually back and forth. So Dave says, Archie Bunker and George Jefferson could not be made today. 100%. And that was amazing. That was that was very, very valuable. Yes. Grace says, how do you read a book about black people? Which book? One on Africa, slavery, MLK, civil rights? People? Yeah. The read a book thing is so stupid. It's insanely dumb. ...of the model minority is the that it has minority. insulated Asian communities. It helps, but it also hurts because that honorary white status allows you to derive a certain honorary kind of benefit from being quiet from not speaking up, from not making noise. How open, Lisa, do you believe that the Asian community is to educating themselves around the history of, of the relationship between uh, black people? What value does this have? Let's say we get every Asian American, I don't know, three books on black history. Fine, we do it. We get, everyone gets three books. We spend taxpayer money and we get three books on black history. You picked the three. Uh, maybe it's one on MLK. I don't know. Grace, you, had to go. you said one on Africa, one on slavery, and one on civil rights. We do that. We pick three of the best books we can find. I don't know who picks it. A panel of black people pick three books, one on civil rights, one on slavery, one on Africa. And we give it to every Asian American there is. And they got to read it. They don't. We execute them if they don't read it. They got to read it and pass a test. And get a 65 or greater on the black person test. And they do it. And they pass it. And all of the Asian Americans pass it. And they all get the, they pass it with 65. And they pass the black person history test. 
What did we just solve? Nothing. Not a thing. Did all of a sudden now they got the stores back? Are the black people out of jail? Is is anything solved? No. It means nothing. It feels good. And if you're one of these millionaires, you got time. You can read the three books and pass your test. But if you're the average aged American, you probably got a whole lot of work to do. You probably don't have time to read three books and pass a test. So what value would it have? It have. It's useless. On Asian people, but just black people in general, That's you know, just question. having well, I, understanding. Well, the thing is, I, I do actually think that there's a generational divide yes. right. in the Asian community. Um, younger Asians, we're taught black history. <laughs> yes, and that was, see, she's right. Younger Asian people, none of you have said I was wrong on this one because I think it's true. Younger Asian people actually like black people and black culture. And then they do. Older ones, mm, mm. <laughs> not so much. But absolutely, the younger ones do. I, I think it's completely true. Matt says, when did Lisa become the spokesperson of all different Asian cultures? <laughs> yes. She, she, by the way, I don't know if you know, Lisa is the emperor of Asian people. Empress of Asian people. She is. She's the empress of Asian people. So you didn't know that, Matt? You didn't get, oh, you're not in the loop. Yeah, you're a white guy. You didn't get the loop. Only Asian people got the email. Only Asian people. It's the, it's the Asian email people. They got the loop. She's the new empress of Asian people. So sorry, you right. didn't get that. So I'm telling you now. That's nah. why I think so many Asian Americans showed up to protest yep. the systemic injustices She's that right. have been directed toward black. And they were talking about how earlier the older people were like, when did Asian people, why didn't they show up? I saw tons of Asian people in New York showing up. I saw tons of Asian people showing up. People this right. summer. So that's why it hurts mm -hmm. when we hear Asian people have never stood up for us. Right. So mm -hmm. many younger Asians are like, where is this animosity yeah. coming from? And there's a history and there's, there's a, a reason for it. Yeah. Oh, see, grandma didn't like that. So grandma had to say, what is the history and the reason? Damn Asian people. Willow was like, no, no, grandma, shut up. She's right. Our main goal is to really have some harmony. We have to stop like inserting ourselves right back in that cycle. Mm -hmm. right. And I'm not making excuses for Asian people, but yeah, yeah. often Smart. there are language barriers and there yeah. are cultural differences. And, mm -hmm. and as a whole, Asians aren't the most communicative yeah. people around. My husband, he's Korean American and his parents didn't even tell him I love you until he was in his 40s. So that's what we're working with here. Right. So yeah. typically they're just not warm and cuddly and friendly. Right. It's Grandma does not like Asians. This is clear. Grandma went right back to Archie Bunker. You gotta give grandma something to do or she's heading right back to, but you Asians, she's so right back to them. Cuddly. It's just not the most communicative. Yeah. Okay. It's not affection, particularly affectionate. affectionate. But I don't think that Asians not approaching you to talk to you, it's not so much because they're discriminating against you. I mean, I do think there's a cultural piece to it where they're probably not even talking to each other that much, right. quite yeah. honestly. When we talk about race in this country, it's through a mm -hmm. certain lens, right? Mm -hmm. It's black and it's white. Yeah, right. right. Asians have been in this country since... It's a long since time. the 1500s, yeah. right? Yeah, a long Absolutely. Time. Yeah. Did you read about Asian history in mm. your textbooks in schools? I mean, no. I didn't even, when I hear this aversion and people saying, well, Asian people don't stand up for our community, Asian Americans don't even know their own history, you mm. know, because it's not taught in our schools. If you, you gotta look be reading at Asian books. American history That's in this the problem, country, right? you can't compare it to mm. what black people have gone through, right? right? right. Although some Chinese and some Filipinos yeah. were mm -hmm. actually mm -hmm. enslaved. enslaved. Right. Mm -hmm. But the Chinese were the 
only demographic mm-hmm. to ever be excluded from yes. being able to immigrate to this country right. for decades. Yep. Right. It's true. 120,000 Japanese rounded into camps. So I will years. ask again, they're talking about all this stuff, right? We know this. I got it. How does this help? How is this helpful? What's actionable here? So the government, yet again, I want to say again, the only enemy I've seen in this whole thing that they've never openly talked about was the government in each case. So who put, who said the Chinese couldn't come to America? That would be the U.S. government. Who put the Japanese in camps? That was the California guy. There was California. Oh, no. Or was that actually federal? I forgot that was federal. Or that was California. But it was still government that actually put them in camps. That wasn't the, it was like Americans walking around, hey, you're Japanese, go to the camp. There was no individual white guy doing that. The white guy didn't care. Ah, but the government did. They yeah. lost their homes. I also learned that there were lynchings that happened of yep. Asians. The biggest lynching in, in the, American history happened in Chinatown in the 1800s. Exactly. Yep. And I just learned about this. Think about Asian brothers and sisters the way white folk think about us, and I think we'd be a bit more compassionate. Tony Morrison okay. said, on the backs of black people, America has been built. Mm. And we know Asian labor, unrecognized, yes. Yes. has I don't provided even know if I keep the opportunity for America to be what it is. So here all is I hear the is tragic just irony more that we would come garbage. to a place now in 2021 where we're at each other's necks Yes. When indeed okay. what we should be doing is what trying do? to look at the common enemy of white yeah. supremacy. Yes. No. That- oh, he blew it. He was going in the right spot. He went, we're at each other's necks. I'm like, oh, is Dyson going to say something good? Dyson going to say something smart now. He will. Watch. He'll do something smart. What the next? Our common enemy? <gasps> white supremacy. Instead of saying our common enemy, the elites in this country who are watching us destroy ourselves. But he can't say the elites because they're the elites. They're at a table, five people who are all multimillionaires. They're the elites. So yeah, they're not going to fix anything. Life's good for them. Is murking all of us. I've heard a lot of my Asian peers talking about aspiring to this level of whiteness and not wanting to have their original name. Mm -hmm. Like if their parents call them their original name and they have friends in the house, that makes them feel some type of way. Well, I mean, when you don't know your history and if whites are at the top, you can understand why you'd want to move in that direction. 100%. Being an honorary white. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Now, Michael, white. let me ask you a question. Like what do we say to black people in the community who feel threatened mm-hmm. and feel as though that the presence... Okay, now we're gonna, he's going to ask a real question. This has been going on for 25 minutes, no answers whatsoever. And she goes, okay, I got it. All this stuff and read a book, but don't read a book and be nice, but don't be nice and... The common enemy who is something called white supremacy that we can't understand and means nothing. All that, okay. But now, what do we tell black people in our community who think the Asians, you know, are doing some bad stuff? Like grandma who still hates Chinese people. Of Asians in our community are Mm -hmm. stealing Absolutely. Why be mad at the Asian brothers and sisters who came here looking for an opportunity? Don't okay. hate the player. Right. Hate, hate the, the game. game. Why do yes. Asian people have those nail shops? Yes. Don't hate the player. Hate the game. See, I knew he did something smart. I knew he wouldn't. He did. He did deliver. It took you forever, but you delivered. Don't hate the player. Hate the game. Don't hate the Asian guy or gal who had money from their home or their family or whatever came to this country, tried to find a place to buy uh, um, a store, and the only place the government would allow them to buy a store was in a black community, 
and the place was open because the government went out a black guy or gal to get a loan to support their own store anymore. So yeah, that's the game. And that's a pretty BS game. So don't hate the game. He's right. And then he says, I'm like, don't hate the player, hate the game. He's right. Then he says, why do Asian people have all those nail shops? Where could they get them? In the black community. Yes. You mad at white supremacists who deny black no. people access to the loans right. to be able to own the shops no. in their own community. Imagine if he had just said instead, instead of, instead of saying white supremacy, ah, ah, God, if he had just said, be mad at the federal government. If he had just said that, be mad at the federal government for, for, for having these rules in place. But white supremacy, what does that assume? Here's what people hear when he says that. Oh, there were racist bankers and mortgage brokers who said, hey, 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 black people, no, you can't get. No, mortgage brokers and, and bankers, they weren't any racist to anybody else in the world. They weren't. They looked at the applicants and looked at the government rules. The government would support or back a loan if it was in a certain neighborhood if it wasn't a black person versus if it was a black person. Done. They go, well, okay, I'm following the rules. The rules made them act in a racist manner, whether they were racist themselves or not. So it isn't that it's white supremacy. It was rules that were bad rules, not just that if it was both equal. They're looking at the black guy and the Asian guy. Well, the Asian guy, if he was Chinese particularly, probably came to America statistically with more cash on hand and put more cash down. The black family couldn't. Why? Because for years, the black family couldn't get loans. Why? Because the federal government said you can't. They literally stopped bankers from giving them loans. So their credit was not good. So who had better credit? The Asian guy did. What does the banker do? Gives the guy with the better credit the loan, as any banker would do, whether you were black or white or Hispanic or Asian, you would do it. The, the banker wasn't racist than anybody else was. The system was set up so that the black family particularly prior to 1980, particularly prior to 1980, would fail. Now the system isn't as bad as it was. It's a better system now, but the damage from that system is still being seen. We can make it even better. We can make it even fairer. Of course we can. But when you say white supremacy, people think these are evil, racist American bankers who are throwing black people out, and that did not happen. And the game at this point is black people can't get loans. The reason Asian right. brothers and sisters are in yeah. those shops because they were they able to get loans, loans right? Yeah, right. they and were denied. Look, look at what they put up there. In 2018, black businesses were denied 14 times more often than Asian business-owned businesses. Why? Why? I'll go back to the number one piece. Generally speaking, when Asians come to America, immigrate to America, they come with more money. They just do. That's just a fact. They've got more cash. But not just that. What if you're a loan officer? And for the past, who knows how many years, say 10 years, you've been doing loans, 15 years doing loans. What happened in the year 2008, 9, and 10? A bunch of mortgages went under. Most of those mortgages were subprime loans. Who got subprime loans? Black people. Why? Because literally the federal government, some of you don't know this, federal government said, you need to give black people more loans. We will back you. Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, if you give black people more loans. We're making subprime loans available for black people. What do mortgage brokers do? They follow the rules. Oh, wait. So if I do give a subprime with a black guy, you're going to, I'm in, done. 
and they gave tons of subprime loans out to black people. So more black people lost their homes by percentage during the crash than any other group. Yeah, that's a fact. Why? Because the government said so. Larry, you blame the government for everything. Yes, yes, I do. The system is garbage. It's been garbage for, for centuries. But what does that look like when you just see that right there? The black businesses were denied loans by 14%. Oh, my God. That means all these bankers are racist. No, the system was set up for them to fail. Asians historically haven't had the opportunities to open their businesses or even live in some cases in uh, predominantly white communities. So right. they right. end up in communities of color where they're predominantly they end up randomly. Why do they end up there randomly? Because the system won't let them be in the white communities. And when they do open businesses, it's not so much that they you know, are trying to discriminate against black people. Right. This is where they have to open businesses. Mm -hmm. And often they don't take the time to understand the historical roots of oh, where they have set up read a shop. Book now. Right. All they really care about, frankly, is survival. Yeah. Right. Yes. So this is and the thing. So does so, the I black make community. This really clear. You right. are basically saying that it's the construct of white supremacy that yes. makes it no, possible. No, no, God, you're. Uh, okay. Two million people watch this. Two million people watch this. And all you had to say, so what you're saying is the government set it up to screw it up so we could fight each other. And people were like, yeah, that's right. That's what happened. No. So it's white. It's these white people. I know she didn't say it's these white people. But whenever she says white supremacy, that's what everybody hears. It's these racist white people. That's what everybody hears. All she had to say was, so it's the government that set this up. Yeah, that's what it is. Government set up. Man, we should change the government. Yeah, we should that agents can get those loans mm -hmm. before we can. Yes. Come teach for me, because you just broke it down. Right. You broke it down I just want to make sure that it's clear that... That's it's exactly right. right. The history of black cooperation... We are literally making more racist. This is actually making more racist. That's what it's making. It's making more racist. I'm going to skip ahead a bit. There's a Korean woman who comes on who's just says some more stuff that I don't care about. Um, but I'm just going to zip forward a bit and see where we can go with this one. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, the issue that I have is there were so many opportunities and we just didn't take them at all. We really blew the opportunities here. I'm disappointed in, in how um, what we could have done with something that got literally 2 million hits. And said nothing. Let me grab some comments if I can. Um, Dave says 65% Democrats will be able to qualify with the farm with 90%. So maybe the 65% you can't get for the black person history test, it's 90%. Or maybe they grade you. Maybe they grade you. It could be that. So yes. Um, John says there was a lot to learn from George Jefferson and Archie Bunker and all in the family. Yes, you're right, John. I feel like that show was a bridge. It brought both sides together, but power didn't like it. And it had, because it had a cause to divide. I agree. This is a very valid point. I completely agree. So um, let's see here. Um, 200 million more people are missing from that. Oh, no, 2 million, not 200. Sorry, 2 million. Was it two, please not 200 million. 200 people. 2 million people now are, are more. Yes, are, are now, yeah, bad. 
Chris says, this creates a new cycle where average Asian Americans start getting angry because they see black people attacking Asians, as well as the average black person outright saying racist shit. I agree. This is not helpful. You know, it, it just isn't. It's not where I would like us to be. There was really a, an opportunity here for us to do something great. And we just and we just didn't do it. I think we failed it. I think we failed. So. All right. Let me grab this last piece if I could. And this is kind of the, the wrap up. And we'll wrap it up here with this. He's about E pluribus unum from many one. Out of many one. One. When we do that, we got a much better chance of doing it. Yeah, but he didn't say anything of any value. I am getting teary. I, I'm, I'm getting teary. Yeah. I'm amazed at myself. Well, yeah, because yeah. it just yeah. seems like yeah. such a struggle. Yeah. I know, it's a but struggle. that's the part to work through. It's a lot of purification in this process. Purification you know? it's, 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 it's ugly. Yeah, it's, it, it's it a has lot to get of... ugly. There's some cleansing. Maybe there's some ethnic cleansing in this. Yeah, yeah, it got to get ugly before healing can happen. You could just change the system and not care. Before the healing can happen. Exactly. Right? Because healing. it's allowing these wounds to be exposed. Exactly. Wounds and even and exposed. just like being able to look each other in the eyes. Yeah. Look in the eye. You know? Yeah. <laughs> look at this. I. That's oh, hard. man. Yeah. It's so hard for us to be millionaires here and make all this money and never have to go back into our old communities again. Oh, I feel sorry for me. Yeah. No, this solved nothing. You, they said nothing. This is a bunch of wealthy people going, can we make ourselves feel better about racism? Yeah, it's, I guess so. It's, it's very hard. Of, we have you know, so hard. much work to do. It's a lot, and it's a lot no. of pain. Change the government. It's not a lot of work. End the war on drugs. End the war on poverty. Get get these people out of prison for victimless crimes. Do that. Erase their, 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 expunge their records. Let people get loans regardless of race. Don't go back and stop punishing people for what they did 30, 40 years ago. Yeah, you, this, I got the plan. You don't even have to cry if you don't want to. I mean, you could cry if you want to, but you don't have to. Crying, not even required. And having to look, you know, in the shadows of our hearts. Oh, it really just, in the it's shadows terrifying because at the end of the day, it's just getting closer to love. Yes, right. That's mm. all we're trying oh. to do. Yeah, that's right. it. It's getting you know, closer to yeah. love. I, I'm, you know what I'm going to do? The, the, the million black men in prison, I'm going to go to them and say, you're getting closer to love any day now. Be closer to love. I'm going to go do that. See what they think about that. See what they think about that. That might work. Next time someone kicks in the door and for weed, put somebody in prison. Next time they bust up a meth lab, put people in prison. I'm going to say, we're getting close to love. Don't worry about it. We're good. That will be fine. So we need love. that. This was a beautiful conversation. Thank no, you so thank much. You. Thank you. Useless. Very it's powerful what just happened. Yeah. No, it isn't. You've just made that up. This was not powerful at all. This was good. It's powerful what just happened. And the people were saved. Yeah, exactly zero. Exactly zero. You have helped no one. You have solved nothing. You've made yourself feel good and you all made cash. You probably sold a book or something, which is fine. I'm not against selling books. Buy my book. I'm not against selling books, but I'm not pretending that when I put my book out, this is powerful. Magic is happening. I'm not playing that dumb game. You're all just self-righteous. You've solved nothing, done nothing. In fact, you've hurt people because two million people wasted their time watching this and learned nothing. It's really beautiful. I'm proud to be alive. No, it's not. <laughs> You've done <laughs> That was seriously embarrassing. That was embarrassing. Terrible. Nothing but garbage. Nothing but garbage. <laughs> so, in any case, Sean says your plan isn't profitable, Mr. Sharp. Yeah, it isn't profitable, except for the little guy. 
it actually allows the little guy to actually get across. It does. It helps the little guy. That's what I love. Matt says, Larry's killing me tonight. I appreciate it. Yes, 100%. Uh, Brennan says, I think all 10 of these people, there's only five there, Brennan. What do you, smoke a little bit of something? You think you see you see in double? There's only five people there. All 10 of these people are racist and wish they were white. And that sounds mean, but they won't about white people. So I'm convinced they wish they were white. Um, I don't think that's true. I do think, though, that you do have one issue, Brandon, and that is when people sometimes get to a certain level and they think they've got to give back in some way, shape, or form, they tend to go to a very high level. And I see that as an example with veterans. I haven't been in service now for 25 years or more. See my picture behind me. But when I help veterans out, I tend to help them out one at a time. I tend to help each individual out one at a time, and I get to that person's level wherever they are, and sometimes they're pretty high up and rock and roll and their, and their problems are, you know, like, you know, how do I make more money, but I'm doing well or a family problem. And sometimes they don't have a place to stay. And sometimes they are ready to end their life. And it all depends on where they are. I help them at that point. I don't play Ivory Tower. I don't go, we just got to get back to love with our veterans. That's useless. People just talk to them, give them a hug. That's useless. Give them something actionable to work forward. This was another waste, but I, I put it because I just, everyone's talking about it. So I thought I would do it. So yes. Yeah. Brandon's got some onions going on. That I'm sure he does. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. Dave says, Larry, closer to love. Sounds like end of the tunnel on that PBS documentary, Vietnam and television here, uh, history, 1980s. Oh yeah. The POWs will be released soon. Yeah. Soon, Dave. It'll be fine. Very soon. Guys, if you like what I'm doing, as you know, I keep saying, please like, comment, and share. It does matter. Facebook shut me down today. So you got to help me out. You got to make sure you share this. Let people know on Twitter. Retweet it. YouTube, tell people. Cut and paste it into Facebook. If you got Facebook, take this and put it into Facebook so people can watch it anyway. Make Facebook mad. We can do this if you can. And, of course, take the protest and civil disobedience survey. My sponsors love it. It will help me out. About five minutes. Take it, finish it, and share it. If you've got the cash, if you want me to keep doing this, I can. It takes cash. It takes time. It takes money. I have a team who helps me with this. I got to pay them too. Patreon.com slash Sharpway. 10 bucks a month, 25 bucks a month, whatever you can do, and I can keep doing this. Guys, thank you so much for this evening. Um, I'm off until Monday, so I will see you all Monday. Have a great night.